Welcome to the Shred with Science podcast with your host, Dr. Chris Spearman, one of the world's leading online fitness coaches, an expert in metabolic correction and a global cover model. Chris delves deep into the most up-to-date scientific literature to provide you with the tools you need to live a healthy, enjoyable, and educated lifestyle. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Shred with Science podcast. Episode 73, um, I have a really exciting guest um, that I recorded the other day. Before I introduce our guest and tell you about the podcast, I am going to announce today's review winner. So today's review's winner um, for iTunes is Kyle Young 18 and he's given us a five-star rating and it said, Chris and his team are fantastic. I'm currently working with Chris to achieve my personal fitness goals and progress is strong. I stumbled across this podcast when looking for a nutrition related content and was drawn in by Chris's knowledge of health and fitness, as well as each episode being relatable and honest. Would recommend anyone looking to take their body to the next level. Dude, thank you so much. Um, I think a lot of these reviews are from clients, which is great. And it just goes to show, I suppose, that my goal when setting up the podcast was to help my current clients, you know, and to give them a lot of the clients would go through the same struggles, the same uh, pain points. And if I can kind of do that over a podcast and, you know, talk to all of my clients at once, um, you know, before, sometimes even before they um, get to a hurdle or um, go through a difficulty, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, Chris discussed this already, or this is why my nutrition is like this, this is why my training is like this, etc., etc. It just adds so much more value. So, Kyle, do thank you so much. Um, drop me a message. Um, let's get a call on anything you like. It can be with me, I know we're working uh, one-to-one, but it can be with any of the coaches also on any topic you like. Uh, mindset, it can be nutrition, supplementation, training, um, business, brand development, whatever it is that you like, drop me a message um, and let's get started. So today's episode is a pretty cool one. So about a year ago, Alan Devan joined our academy group. We're going to talk to you in detail about you know what the academy entails um, and you will be able to hear Alan's journey, Alan's story um, and how he's completely transformed his business but also completely transformed his physique. And he's used like most PTs or aspiring online coaches or successful online coaches he used his own transformation and his physique as his business card for his business, but also what he's learned. Um, and what I suppose impressed me most is um, how quickly Alan takes action. Now, knowledge is great, but without implementation, it is wasted. You need to implement the knowledge. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've taken your, you know, let's just say it's car backloading and you're like, oh my God, that's great. And then you go away and you continue to do the food that you were already doing. Or we talk about a specific type of progressive overload and you're like, oh, that's amazing. But you continue to do the training that you're doing all the time. Then you're not really taking anything from these podcasts. And it's the people who succeed are the people who implement first. 
be the first to do something or be the first to implement something straight away. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work. You revert back to what you were doing or you find a better alternative that is better suited to you. Um, so we discuss a lot of this in, in this episode that I recorded with Alan. Uh, I'm currently writing a best man speech for Josh Peer's wedding. Uh, Josh was a Skype client of mine, still is, has been on my program for about a year and a half um, and has completely transformed his life and has asked me to be the best man at his wedding, which is tomorrow. So I'm up here in the north of England um, getting some work done, writing his best man speech um, and I'm going to put this out this weekend. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, please reach out to Alan also. You know, Alan is an amazing guy, an amazing coach. Um, you know, and he's doing exceptional things in his corner of the world. Um, so give him a reach, uh, tag him in your stories. Um, obviously, as always, if you share this, um, I will share it on my story. And in terms of leaving a review, Kyle, thank you again so much. Anyone who wants to win a free call with me, um, valued up to $300 per call, just leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review, an honest review, and you will very likely be picked out to win a call. Guys, I hope you enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Peace. Yeah, so you're posing, what, during the week? Or was it last week? Last uh, Thursday. Let's go, Craig. How'd it, how'd it go? I reckon I'll be fine. It's just, he said I had the confidence for it, but I was rigid. But the reason I was rigid was because Chris was so shredded. And I'm, you know, I'm only starting to cut. So I felt like, you know, and I got down to my jocks. So if I was in better shape, I reckon I'd be, like, owning the stage. I, I have I'm cocky out like behind it all. Like, I do have a bit of swagger, like so. Yeah, no, that's good. I think as well as obviously, Chris is only what a is he two weeks yeah. out? Two weeks a bit Saturday, yeah. Yeah, he's two weeks out. So, um, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, Chris O'Sullivan is is uh, in Kerry as well, and he is competing in the Pure Elite Show in Margate. So that's two weeks away. Um, Alan's obviously he's got a few months he's ahead of the game so that's something that Chris should have done beforehand really like he's leaving a bit late in the day but thankfully he looks lean thankfully he looks good um, but yeah how did you find it because obviously this is a new a whole new kettle of fish for you to be to be going down a, the competition route um, yeah it's, it's not exactly a, a Kerry stronghold do you know what I mean um, <laughs> yeah. we, we, we grew up with um we grew up with a GA ball in our hand and that's where we all, most of us in this area played was Gaelic football. So I got out of Gaelic football and I always had a passion and interest in kind of bodybuilding and men's physique. It always kind of took my eye and a lot of people slated, but like it's actually, it's really hard work and I admire them. So I'm kind of glad I'm down that men's physique route now because it requires dedication and hard work. Let's um uh, just on on the GA side of things. Talk about your you know that you would have played underage, I assume. But talk about the transition, and I suppose in particular the difference in because I, I, I mean I didn't play much GA. I played a little bit of GA, but I played I played a lot of rugby, and even then the nutritional aspect of things was so poor. Um, was there any in Gaelic football when you were growing up, or? Um, you know, it, there must be such a, a drastic comparison between the focus on nutrition training for this than than for what you were doing. It's actually a guess, like, because I can thank the the GA for getting into fitness because I remember sitting at a game and I was about 18, 19, mm-hmm. and sitting at the sideline of a junior B game, and this is fairly humbling. And I remember the, the management saying, well, me, we can't bring him on. He's too light. 
he would like a plastic bag, he'd be blown away because I was very, very skinny, a teenager and growing up. And I remember leaving the field, it was in Valencia Island, and I left that pitch and I was so upset. I actually went to the gym that night, which is over the wall for me, it's a GA club, Skeleton Rangers GA club gym. And I just went in there, I started lifting weights, and that's where the whole journey began, really, the whole career. And that's how I got into it because I just got a bit addicted. And it's where, it's where my career went in. It's where my passion was and passion is. So how did you go from, 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 from a skinny J player to, to being a personal trainer? What was the shift? The shift? Well, well I actually, when I finished my limbs, I did go to uh, Institute of Technology, Tralee, to study cool. um, health and measure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ITT. And yeah. uh, I, funnily enough, like I picked health manager, which is like, it, it gives you an option of being a personal trainer and eventually a PE teacher, which was yeah. the idea. But I went at 18, Chris, left home, living with my best mate up there. And we were just wild. We were just out there at the party and, you know, have the fun. Yeah. So I gave all my night playing PlayStation and Pro Evolution Soccer and not attending lectures. And so like anything in life, you don't put in the work. You're going to get found out. So it didn't work out. And then I went off to working with my brother, who's a carpenter and joiner. And I said, look, the Celtic Tiger was in Ireland. Everyone was working the building sites. So I went off doing a trade as a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Never had a huge interest in it. It was a means to What year end. was that? What year did you graduate from Tralee? Well, I actually didn't graduate from Tralee, funny enough. So my journey in fitness is oh, gas. Right. Your, your best teacher is your last mistake. So... Definitely failure springboarded me to get back into fitness because I studied my carpentry and joinery. But then the Celtic Tiger, the bus came and I was only getting work here and there and I was doing jobs like working in shops and pubs and Sarah, my wife, was like saying, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, was saying, you need to go after your passion. So I enrolled in UL, Mm -hmm. did an exercise and health fitness course and ended up loving it, got first class honours and the rest is history. Then I just got back into fitness. Awesome. Started working in the local GA club gym in Port McGee, which is my first job. So the minute I finished college, there was like a, a job going three days a week, running the gym for them. Got in there, was in there about two months. Got in, then I applied for a couple of places in Killarney and was working three days in Port McGee, two days in Killarney in the Killarney Sports and Leisure Center. I was just doing lifeguarding. And then they got a phone call from the Europe Hotel. at had to go for an interview. I actually didn't really want the job and I think that's why I got it because <laughs> I, was, I was happy to be working between the two gyms but I got the job and I took it and again I was on trial there they just they gave me a couple of days a week and the rest is history six years later I'm still there you know awesome. going from strength to strength running all their classes and looking after all the guests and members and it's, it's a pretty nice place so, so for anyone who doesn't know, the Europe Hotel is one of the nicest hotels in Ireland. Um, and a funny little story. So a guy that I used to play rugby with in school, he was on my bus. He was the year below me in school. Um, he actually put Alan in touch with this podcast, I think, um, or something along the lines of the podcast or put, put you in touch with me um, to follow my stuff. Um, and it was actually through that interaction um, who, and, and Niall obviously then was the, he was the manager in the Europe Hotel at the time. Oh, oh I don't know if he was then, but he is now um, the, the managing director. And um, he obviously put Alan in touch and then Alan kind of reached out and said, listen, you know, this academy thing looks pretty sweet. 
um, I might just jump on board. And it's it's almost been a year, dude. Yeah, a year in May, Chris. It's mad because when I first got in touch with you, it was like, you, you're always good to write back. And the next thing I said, I joined the academy and I said, I'll try it for a month. I ended up paying for three. And I, I that, you know what? The, the funniest thing is, and, and I think about this frequently, when, when, when you always go through stages where you think about situations that have happened. If you hadn't by accident paid for three, so you went to click the payment and it came through three times. Three times, Chris, yeah. If, if that hadn't happened, who knows would you have stayed on? Because like any program, and it's the same with your clients, it takes a bit of, it takes a few weeks to get settled in, you know? And yeah. I think those three months gave you time to settle in. It got, you know, you started seeing results physically. You started getting massive. By the, by the time you got to the second month, dude, your business had taken off from even just some of the small gems that I had left business-wise. And I think this is why um, I really enjoy coaching people like yourself, obviously Wade's doing your nutrition and training, but any time I said something on call that was like, this is a good tip to implement with your clients, two hours later it was on your story and you'd already implemented it, and then another hour later and you'd already people paying for programs. So it's it's so, it's so refreshing when you have people that are that keen to learn um, and are that keen to implement because in this day and age, people say that fitness is a saturated market. Now, every market is saturated. Every market is saturated, but what it's saturated with is a lot of average people doing average tasks and you know average um, services. And it takes someone who can implement something immediately to not be left in the average bucket um, and to kind of really take their business to the next level. So, um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and that was what May, that was what May almost a year ago. Yeah, I think the selling point with you was always, you did a, po a podcast with Mark Coles. And I remember I was sitting on a flight from Kerry Airport over to Luton. I was going to the FA Cup semi-final, Manchester and Spurs. And I was listening to that on the way over. And the podcast, like, as I was landing, the podcast was just finished up. I was like, whoa, those two lads are just, it was just a great podcast. And that's when I really bought into it because the Instagram stuff, I would, you know, at the start, I was like, I saw you with your, your top off and I didn't know what you were providing. But once I started listening to your podcast, I was like, yeah, it's the quote for me. Like, Yeah, I think it's one of those things as well, especially with the Instagram kind of bubble that you never really know. Someone can look amazing and you don't know whether they know their stuff at all. Um, I think the podcast is massively valuable, um, which is why it's pretty cool to get you on as well, um, you know, to have you as a guest and, uh, and be able to tell your side of the story a year on. Um, something else, though, that you that you didn't actually know is um, you said you went to the um, the the course that you did in 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 Tralee. So when I went into first year in University College Cork, I was living with two guys in CIT, and one of those did rec and leisure, which is the, almost identical to, to to the one that you did, and uh, he had a very similar situation of playing video games until all hours not really doing it, um, not really going into lectures. And, uh, and he's actually got in touch recently. And he said, you know, I want to get back into the fitness game. You know, I see what you're doing with fitness coaches. Um, so it's funny how things kind of come around in circle. But I, I actually didn't even know that about you. It's pretty cool. What, what was it you did in UL then? Um, it's NCF based, uh, Exercise and Health Fitness. Awesome. Uh, it gives you a great pathway as a personal trainer, fitness instructor, and then... The rest is history. Like I'm constantly evolving, learning. I, there's not a week like this year. Now I'm going to finish off an S and C 
NSCS course, uh, National Strength and Conditioning Cert. And you have to keep learning in fitness, investing yourself, because nobody knows everything. And it's, and it's a changing game. You've got to keep the times. Like the fundamentals are there, but you've got to keep learning, keep investing yourself. So it's Anytime a I mentioned a book on a podcast, I see it on your story. So it's, you know, the amount of the, it, it really makes a difference just to be completely knowledgeable and to be completely just wanting to soak everything in. And there's a difference between learning. There's a difference between going to loads of seminars, uh, paying for coaches, reading loads of books and actually implementing it. And the difference I've seen with you is that you implement it straight away and it's going really, really well. Um, talk to us a bit about your business. So let's say before you joined, uh, how did your business look like? Say this time last year, how did your business look like? Um, well, I was always busy physically. Personal training was never an issue in Europe and doing my own little jobs. But the online stuff was always something I, I felt I could uh, branch into because my aim in this business is just value. Provide as much value as I can. I want to serve as many people as I can because I think I'm capable of doing it and I believe in I believe in myself as a coach to help and serve as many people as possible. So that's why I wanted to get into the online. And I didn't really know how to go about it, to be honest. I didn't idea, like I had a couple of uh, nutrition plans and training plans. But jumping on with the academy, I've learned so much on how to, how to deal with clients weekly, how to get check-ins, how to screen them, you know, by getting videos of them doing the exercises, uh, feedbacks, and video calls and all that. So I've learned a ton from the academy. I've learned an awful lot. It's been invaluable, to be honest. Yeah, I think um, just to to kind of address anyone who's who's unaware. So basically, the academy is different to the mastermind. So the academy is a a program that myself and Wade um, before Wade, I actually took Wade on as a coach. So when I was working just by myself, yeah. I had this idea. And I think when I first started my business, my, my first few clients were all competing. They were doing fitness model shows exactly like the one you're just about to do. Um, another funny story. So the world champion fitness model who Alan was getting posing lessons from is now one of the head judges in the federation. He is holding his own show in Ireland and he is and was, uh, one of my best friends and one of my clients. And it was my suggestion that he did that federation. Um, and he went on to win his pro card. So it just goes to show a year or two down the line, you never know where you're going to be. Um, but the academy then was a mixture of, you know, I, I coached a lot of these people to pro cards, um, but I moved away from it, to be honest. And it's something that we speak about with, with you and a lot of the other guys in the academy about finding your niche and I felt I, because I'd never competed myself, I felt like I wanted to keep this on hold and maybe come back to it when I was able to provide more value. And when you're starting off as, a, as, a, as an online uh, personal trainer or an aspiring online coach, to take someone to stage requires a lot more, um, a lot more of a connection, a lot more interaction, and they need a little bit more accountability. Unfortunately, it was just impossible to do that over, over Messenger or over the app that we have or over email, which I found out previously. I was fortunate that the people that I was competing, uh, helping um, to get in shape, I actually saw them personally. There were people who came to my gym. 
So to do that online, I just didn't, and I know I'm not, a lot of people all over the world do it quite successfully. I personally just wanted to bridge the gap between face-to-face with your client who's going to compete and doing it online. And I came up with this, this idea probably about 15 months ago of the Academy. So what the Academy is, is the Academy is a group whereby we have a group call every single week. Um, everyone gets to kind of buy into the group. Everyone knows each other. Everyone supports each other. Um, and you've got that FaceTime with your coaches. So now, I, well, I, I turned around to Wade before I ever hired him. And I said, dude, I've got an amazing idea for a program. It's never been done before. I want to create a program for elite athletes who either want to compete, who want to do a show of some sort. They want to do a shoot or they aspire to be on the cover of a magazine, but they also want to build their brand and build a business off the back of that. And I said, how we're going to do this, I feel, is doing it on a group call where, whereby we can scale the business and help as many people as we can in, within that hour. Um, so that's how it started. And I basically took weight on on that premise and said, dude, because you've competed, I've taken you to, your, to, to a pro card. I want you to be the head coach. I will come on and talk about the, the business aspect of things um, you know, and, and give my advice, but I want it to be your, your baby. It's your group. Um, and then obviously you were one of the first few, there's a few people that came on board, um, immediately, um, leaving one who is, has now been taken on, um, as a, as, as a coach, which is great. Um, and then obviously yourself, you followed suit maybe a month or two afterwards, which is pretty cool. So, and it's gone from strength to strength. And, and the, the thing about it is we've not really promoted that group much, we have now made some kind of big adjustments within the business to move the time so it's more account. It's more. It's, it's probably a little bit more feasible for most people. Um, but dude, I, honestly, your business has come on from strength to strength since joining. Um, what do you think the biggest changes are in, in your mindset when it comes to business now? I suppose I've got a support network to to kind of fight with. There's other trainers in the group, and you can basically bounce ideas off yourself Wade and all the other coaches and um, I've always since I've been in the academy I went from zero clients I've always had clients even last week there's four people in one day that purchase online plans and all four of them had completely different goals so it, it was a busy weekend on the laptop but um, it's great like since the minute I joined that academy I've always had online clients which was the goal and it just seems to be growing and growing yeah it's one of it's it, it, it's a funny um it's a funny kind of dynamic to have to see people go through that transition because you go from having a problem and your problem is not having clients to then just having other problems like oh my god how do i deal with all of these clients or how do i deal with giving them the right level of accountability or the right service um or giving them the right level of you know the systems in place they need to go in but, but behind everything um what sort of niche and demographic are, are your clients um, online mainly um, or even, you know, some of your face-to-face clients um, and what are some of their pain points? What are some of the things they struggle with um, and what do you pride yourself in, in terms of your, your coaching or your ability to coach? I actually, it's funny. I, have, I, do, I really do have a wide demographic of clients and I, again, a lot of it was the weight loss and I feel I really nailed that down. If you want to lose weight, I am a good person to go to because I've dieted myself 
I've got down to low levels of body fat, but it's again dieting is dieting. I find yeah, weight loss I'm confident in. Um building muscle now, a lot of guys are starting to come to me because they've seen my own transition of being really skinny, building up, cutting down, starting to build again. You know what? And when you when you start, that's normal though. Like I said before, before when I first started online, when I first started initially, I suppose it was a few um, people that were competing. But then when I really kind of started, I was taking everyone. I was like, I can help you build muscle. You can tone. You can lose weight. You can get ready for weddings, competition shows, whatever it is. Um, and you're in that phase right now where you're you're learning your trade. You're figuring out what niche you enjoy. Um, and as you get busier, and as you are. And as we, you know, we'll chat about you, you know, what you want to do going forward. But if we start to really focus, you know, on your business and really focus on the price point of your clients, um, and maybe, you know, chat about maybe some of the stuff that I chat to the mastermind guys about, and I suppose how they're able to seriously transform their businesses, like Joe and Dan both have in a short space of time, um, you will start to increase your price, add more value, of course. Um, but you'll be able to be a lot more selective with the clients that you really enjoy working with. So, you know, I suppose for me, the people that I resonate with are people, if someone comes to me tomorrow and says, Chris, uh, and I have a number of these clients who've come to me in the last few months, I don't care how much it's going to cost and how long it's going to take. I want you to get me in cover model shape and I want to do a photo shoot. And if it takes me two years, it takes me two years. Whatever you say to do, I will do. That is my ideal client, someone who wants to learn, they're eager, they have a massive goal, they don't care, they know it's not going to be overnight. That being said, though, and I'm openly, you know, I will openly admit that that's kind of, you know, my ideal client in some, in some ways, but I still have clients in other aspects of, you know, fat loss, weight loss, um, you know, people who are, I've got a, a number of high level cyclists right now. Um, I've got some other athletes as well, even though that wouldn't be, you know, my, if I was to completely niche down. But I feel like you'll take value from everyone. Um, yeah. You take value from every client. And some of the things, some of the clients that I have who struggle to lose weight every single week, um, and it's because their adherence is so poor, that challenges me as a coach. And that makes me a better coach because, um, to be honest, it makes me a better person because I used to be very impatient and I used to be very um, un... Uh, I, I used to just struggle if someone would give me an excuse Whereas now I've learned to become patient. I've learned to accept that some people, um, you know, take a bit longer to do things than, than yourself and myself might do. Um, but I suppose you can resonate with those athletes. You know, that's where you've been. You know, you, you know, you know their pain points. Um, don't be afraid to don't be afraid to admit that. And you know, if this is something that you're serious about going forward, um, and you want to maybe, you know, maybe we can have a discussion about really focusing on your business and really pinpointing those people. And getting a system in place whereby you not t- not like say goodbye to everyone else, or it's not that you don't take on yeah. weight loss clients, but you know maybe going forward, um, you start targeting your 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 perfect client. You start the only thing is perfect client. The only thing is, Chris, I do enjoy the transformations, like like the whole overall, like their mindset trans transformed. Their daily decisions are transformed. Like my twelve week plans, it's nearly minimum of twelve weeks for me now because all the feedback from my Christmas clients who a lot have gone through have been they're educated. They can all can go on their own, make their own decisions, they know how to almost carb cycle, eat less and rest days, be smarter with their choices. So that's something I never want to give up. Mm. So 
although obviously working with athletes is great, but like you cannot beat the the transformation clients. Twelve big fans, and they off, and they they're just better people at the end of it. People like um, people like Darren or or some of the other people who've lost a huge amount of weight within my business. And just the way you can completely change their lives is is incredible. Um, so you know, sometimes they can take more work because you know they need a little bit more support. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes down to well, for us at least, um, you know, I feel like the satisfaction that you get from changing someone's life, you know, negates any form of you know financial you know compensation that you get for doing it. Um, so when you see someone who's drastically changed, it's, it, it is awesome. It is. Um, what does the future hold for, for you? And what are your goals for the business going forward? Again, yeah, just really promote the, um, the online. So I'm very happy. I'm obviously, the Europe is an amazing property. I've got great colleagues there. Get on great with the management. So I'm very happy in, the, in that side of it. Again, the online is going to be... It's a goal to just expand and expand. So keep my transformation uh, clients coming. Uh, I suppose double down on my niche and going forward, maybe get into some podcasting. Enjoyable. It's enjoyable. You know, but it's definitely should. Definitely should. So like that's definitely something. As you know, you know, uh, Brian is one of the. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a few other guys in Ireland that are doing pretty good podcasts, but. Brian's the only one that I know that's 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 pretty successful right now um, from from you know our demographic at least. Um, yeah. it's it's definitely something you should consider doing. Definitely something you can, can, should consider doing. I know Alistair is uh, I've kind of chanced his arm and trying to get him to to set up a podcast. Um, but maybe you can get in there before him if you can get yours sorted. And if you need any help yeah. with that, you know where I am for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think uh, down the line, a few people have said it to me so. I had a presentation last week to nutrition, a nutritional uh, presentation to runners. So that was good. Like it was like a Q and A, and like the room was. I held the room, which is good. Like they're all into it and trying to get a few clients out of it. Now you know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How is um? I suppose your shift in mindset changed your your personal life and and your like how you feel and. Um, you know the impact that you're now having, and the fact that you're able to serve so many, you know, so many other people. And what advice would you have to personal trainers that were in your position last year versus you know where you are right now? Well, the first thing is a personal trainer: don't be afraid to hire a coach and have someone to be accountable to. Because I wanted to do it years ago, but I always felt that it was like a sign of weakness that people would say, "He's a personal trainer. What does he need a coach?" And like, no, going forward, I don't think I'd go without having a coach because mm. when you're so busy in yourself looking after like looking after 50, 60 clients, sometimes you can leave, lose a run of yourself and you're not priority. But when you have someone like say, wait, I have to report, I have to report him this morning, have to get my check-in and he'll look after my nutrition. I can, that's one less task for me to worry about. I can go look after all my other clients. Being completely honest as well, dude, I was pretty similar i was like oh no i don't need a coach like why would i have a coach because that's going to show weakness and the biggest weakness there was my weak mindset not the fact that i wanted to learn more and i now to be honest with you if i'm speaking to someone and they don't have a coach in some area of their life i'm like hmm why is that like or you know you hit the nail on the head none of us know everything 
And if your coach is not continuously learning, then all that coach is going to be doing is regurgitating the same information to you over and over and over again. For me, at least, I think, you know, I can't have, I couldn't have spent as many years as I did in education and not be a keen learner. And even in this area, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, social media marketing, whether it's nutritional, um, you know, manipulation, whether it's supplementation, whether it's training, it's important to continue to learn, continue to, to, to grow. Um, and without that, you're not going to be able to serve, educate, motivate and inspire other people. Um, so yeah, you do, you hit the nail on the head and it's something that I, a lot of the guys who are joining the Academy or have reached out about the Academy are unsure about joining because they're like, Oh, well, you know, I want to grow. Every single person in there has completely transformed their business. Um, you know, you in particular, um, online at least. And, uh, you know, you've, you've done your first photo shoot. In the yeah, movie. that was, that was nice. Yeah. You did your first promotional video, which was amazing. It's good. Yeah. I have my yeah, own, uh, Starting to get my own clothing line. I saw that, dude. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, so, That's something as well going forward. Well. I'm getting, yeah, I'm going to give them to clients. Mike McCarthy has one. Going over to England. Does he really? He'll be, be rocking our own King's Gym now next week, yeah. That's epic, mate. That's epic. So, yeah. and, and that, that's a perfect example. So just mentioning Mike McCarthy, who I know will be listening to this. He's an avid listener. Um, himself and Chris O'Sullivan and Alan met up and they went to Alistair's gym, Body Image Health and Fitness, and they got their posing done, as I mentioned already. Now, four of those guys are members of the academy. Alistair was a member, one of the first members, um, and the three other guys are current members of the academy. And the fact that they can be in a different country, meet up, hang out, get food, um, you know, go and train together, um, you know, hang out together, get some content together, and pose and do all of that together, just shows the strength of the community that you're building, um, which is massively cool for us to see. It's massively cool for us to see, but it's cool for you guys as well because, you know, for some of us, it's great. We do have a support network. We do have, you know, support of other halves or family members or friends, but for a lot of people, that's just not the case. As I'm sure you're, you know, you're aware in your profession, there are some of your clients who don't have this, that support network. And what that group provides is the ability for other people to, have that and to feel a little bit more welcome, a little bit more home. Um, so that's massively, massively beneficial. And it's a great, um, it's a great benefit to having a group chat. Um, and, you know, I spoke to a lot of my one-to-one -one Skype clients this week who are transitioning or moving over to the group and they had, a lot, they had so much hesitation because they were like, Oh, but I'm going to miss the one-to-one. -one. And I said, give the group a go for the hour. Obviously, this is the other group, um, you know, not the academy, the, the, the other group. And I said, give the group a go for the hour and see how you feel. And every single one of them was like, wow, I actually really like this because they can learn from everyone else in there. Um, people who have the same pain points, people are going through the same issues um, that they're going through or have gone through. Um, so, you know, that's something that you could look at doing with your clients eventually down the line as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, like that, that's magic in the academy. Like I've spoke to so many of them now, probably even Natalie Potts now, which is a confidence coach. She messaged me this morning about my Instagram that she loved it last night. Um, obviously, Wade's my coach. I've been speaking to him. I've met up with you in person. Uh, Mike's of Mike McCarthy. He came down and stayed with me to, to carry. 
had a night out with him. It's like I knew him for 20 years. We got on so well. Chris O'Sullivan and myself uh, knew each other from football before and now we're, we're really good friends. So the bonds we're making, like Will Taylor I've spoken to probably, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's a great group. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. And obviously we had our, even, when was it? Uh, New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, we had our, our fish and chips in Inchidani. Myself, yourself, Chris O'Sullivan and, and Niall. So, no, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool to be able to to be able to have that relationship and, and, you know, that you feel that your coach is invested in you and to feel that you're involved and to feel that you're, you know, you're important. You know, for me, um, you know, when I went over to, to Tampa and trained with Ben, um, you know, and he invited me around to his house with his, you know, with his wife and his family for, for food, that was just such a massive thing for me. Amazing. Like, you know, so it's, um, it's, 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 it's similar, it's similar, but it's cool. So, um, what would you say to someone out there who is looking to join your program? What can you offer? What do you provide? Um, and what are your strengths as a coach? I provide a level of service that you will not get in many places. See, before, Chris, I've always bought online plans and over the years because I love fitness and I was, I was curious to see how some trainers were doing, obviously. And I always did better myself. So I always bought online plans. But I felt once you got the plan, you're, that was it. There was no interest. Where my level of service is like, I'm down your throat. I'm actually at the end of the phone. Like mm-hmm. Most of the times they have my number or they can get me a messenger. And I'm there to make a change. If they're out in the restaurant and like they say, what will I have? What's my choice? I'd nearly be onto them straight away. Like the sauce on the side, all little tips like that. I do the weekly check-in. Uh, I know the pictures of each client. I start, I start my 12-week plan with a a video call awesome. I don't know the client do the screening with them get all their goals and send them an individualized nutrition and training plan to suit their goals so whatever gym they're in I get them the video the equipment I go through their injury history and then the plan doesn't stay the same like I'll adapt the plan it's like a conjugate model so it can change depending on how consistent they've been and how adherent they've been yeah dude it's awesome um, I remember speaking to you about the level of service that you provide and the fact that you will literally just FaceTime a client to be like, this is what you need to do, like straight away. To have your coach that accessible is invaluable. It really is. Obviously, it takes up your time, you know, but you're, you're invested enough in, into your business and your clients um, and their success. Um, one of the things that I say, you know, when clients are, are asking about joining a program is I will say pretty, you know, pretty straight away is like, I will be investing as much into this program as you are. If you invest 110%, so will I. Because if you invest that time into that client and they get an amazing transformation, from a selfish point of view, the business does well. We want them to succeed just as much, sometimes, unfortunately, more than the client does themselves. That's frustrating. That can be frustrating. Um, On on the topic of frustrating um, situations, what are your... What are the aspects of, of what you're doing that you're not struggling with, but that you find are challenging or things that you want to focus on or better or improve for your business in the future? Um, I find it frustrating when, like, when a client you know, kind of avoids you or doesn't do their check-in and doesn't play their part. As you say, sometimes I want the transformation more than they do, mm-hmm. and that can be frustrating. But I love, like, I love when a client just 
goes along if they're struggling they contact me reach out like some of them you know, might go on an eating binge and mm-hmm. the guilt that they have then they won't contact you but like if they only message me I could have like advised them give them some tips get on the halo top get on their coke zeros we could have we could have worked around it so I'm actually putting that in place now before I start when is your next sign out when is your next waiting and I plan for all these events and I think that's another it was a frustrating aspect that you know they don't be up front at the start but it's something that I'm learning and I'm actually improving a lot as an online coach week by week and, and even month by month I'm getting a lot better because I must have gone through about definitely 20, 30 clients now in the year which is great like Dude, not even awesome. a year since, yeah. since August when I set up the business like yeah, yeah. No, things are going really well, dude. Like from strength to strength. And do you? I mean, you know, let's just say tomorrow you have hundreds of clients come through the door. And at what point do you hire your your a coach underneath you? Um, and what do you think you would want to find? And this is something that you know I, I struggle with massively. Is like finding someone to help you. Right now, you're doing, you're doing amazing by yourself. Um, but often, your first hire is difficult. Finding your first hire, your first coach, your first personal assistant, um, you know, that's, that's a point that you... It's like handing over your own baby. You know, you've, you've created this, this machine and you're handing over responsibility to someone else. That's quite difficult. Um, you know, at what point do you think that that might be necessary Obviously, it depends on how things are going, right? So it's funny you should say that because I was here after the four people bought the pens the weekend, and I was I actually created my own uh, downfall. I was anxious, like I was like I was so all over shop because I didn't really know where to start, but I just had to settle down and just go one by one. There's just so much detail in a program at the start, like getting them plans out. Like it's not just a cookie cutter. I don't I don't have anything pre-made. It's got to be tailored to the individual. It's something that. That's what I want. That's what I'm building my business on. Tailor program suited to your goals to like to fit into a person's lifestyle and not not overtake their life. And then I was sitting there the weekend saying, God, if I have any more clients, I'm going to have to get a coach for me. But uh, you never know. It would be something hard. Like I do have a high standard. Like I'm easy to get along with, but I just I'm used to working the five star hotel, so the standards up here and. We have to go in every day. Everything has to be spot on, five star. So I'd have to have a coach at the same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you never know down the line if, if the clouds keep coming, which is kind of the way it's going, really. Yeah. I might have to get someone with me. It's only a matter of time, dude. It's only a matter of time. Where can people find out more about you? Um, and if someone's interested in one of your programs, where can they find you? Um, I suppose Instagram is probably the best really at Alan Devan Fitness mm-hmm. I have my own website www.alandfitness.com yeah and if you just go into Facebook Alan Devan Fitness they're all there Snapchat I'm on them all before you go I'm going to hit you through a fire round of quick questions brilliant <laughs> he's sweating he's sweating um, three tips to becoming a great coach Okay. Tip one, uh, coach the client like you'd, how you'd like to be coached yourself. Mm-hmm. Tip two, um, don't make assumptions on the client. You know, don't, oh, sorry, tip two, 
don't you're not your client remember that you're you're like we i'm in a different level to the client my mind is different your goals are different so you're not your client and don't expect them to train the way you like to train and tip three um, to make a great coach have empathy empathy is important um you know everyone's going everyone's going through different struggles daily and as a coach they might open up to you so just be ready for that don't make assumptions and yeah have that bit of empathy awesome and three tips for someone out there who wants to get in incredible shape someone who wants to go through an amazing transformation physically three main tips hire a coach for accountability and guidance be truthful to yourself. So you're doing it for you and no one will do it for you. And be consistent in your training and your nutrition. Consistently good beats sporadically excellent. Love that. Love that. <laughs> love that. And I know you love some books, dude. So I'm going to ask you for your three, uh, three books to must read. And I'm going to write these down as well because I know you've got some good books, but you. Perfect. Um, a most recent one there was The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, his four, four agreements are be impeccable with your word, mm -hmm. don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. But like he bro he's broken on each chapter. It's about two hours long and audible. So that's Don, Don, um, Don Miguel Ruiz. Book number two is Victor E. Frankel's Man's Search for Meaning. It's about uh, Holocaust survivors in concentration camps. So Dr. Frankel was a psychotherapist inside there, and he basically goes through uh, different uh, scenarios of the, the prisoners during the war and how some of them were able to remain positive, basically, in a pretty nasty situation. And you can use that kind of... And then, you know, just, just, just for those who haven't listened um, to that book on Audible or who haven't read that book, um, the, it's, to be honest, dude, that's, that's probably my favorite quote ever. And I've said it a few times. You, you've definitely heard it on my podcast before. Um, it is between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that, in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. Um, and it basically touches on the fact that, uh, like you said, when he was in the concentration camp, he was seeing people who were literally creating their own demise within themselves and they became their, their biggest enemy. Um, and then other people who were able to, to fight through and, and I suppose have internal strength um, and internal mindfulness. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely advocate of that. Did you listen to that on Audible or did you get the hard book? You love Audible, don't you? Oh, I love Audible, Chris. I probably would read it as well. I am going to read it because it's so good. Book number three? The last book then is Ryan Holiday's um, The Obstacle is the Way. It's, it's a little dive into Stoic philosophy. It's just mm -hmm. it's an amazing book and I highly recommend it. Amazing. Amazing. And last but not least, three tips for being an amazing person. Three tips. Okay. Be yourself. Okay. Um, so don't be fake. Just let your personality shine. That's one. Two. 
is smile. Just easier if you can. Being happy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when, when you smile and you're happy, you you attract that kind of that abundance into your life. When you're down, your negativity breeds positivity and attracts positivity as well, right? Fact, because misery love misery loves company. Let's <laughs> 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 throw that in there. And your third one, um, be true to your values. So whatever is high in your value that are be it your family, be it your friends, hold that in your highest uh, order and stick to that. Absolutely, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anyone looking for any more, uh, any more wisdom, Alan Devan Fitness. Um, what do you say your email was? Anyone wants to reach? Oh yeah, it's um, Alan Devan one zero at gmail.com. Amazing, dude! Absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for being a guest. As always, pleasure. I'm going to leave you guys with the same quote that I say at the end of every podcast. And Alan, this is to you, my friend. My favorite. Make the most of today. You'll not get this day again. Peace.